Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm going to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Today, I am excited to introduce you to an epic hormone that may not be on your radar. It is your human growth hormone, also known as growth hormone, and it's doing big things behind the scenes, even if it doesn't get a lot of attention like estrogen, cortisol, and insulin. So why should you even care about optimizing your growth hormone? Well, when growth hormone is optimized in terms of levels, along with your other hormones, you can enjoy the benefits of easy fat loss, easier weight maintenance, increased energy and stamina, and so much more. Human growth hormone is one of the three hormones that play a key role in the hormonal switch that can take you from storing fat to burning fat. Now, the other two hormones are insulin and testosterone. And if you want to dive deep into how those two hormones are working in terms of fat storage and fat burning mode, I covered both of them in great depth in solo episodes this month. Now, the crazy in-depth episode for insulin was literally just last week on episode 354, and then I went and covered testosterone earlier in the month on episode 347, and let me tell you, the testosterone episode was one of the highest downloaded episodes we've ever had on the show because women are recognizing that those levels are lower than they would love, and they want to know what they can do naturally to boost testosterone back up. Back to growth hormone. So it's important to know that like testosterone, it is known as a build you up hormone, meaning that it plays a key role in building muscle and keeping bones strong while simultaneously breaking down fat. Now, this hormone is made by your pituitary gland and it also plays a key role in growth, body composition, cellular repair, exercise performance, also by helping you recover from injury and disease faster. Growth hormone is central to metabolic health. And when we see problems with low levels of growth hormone, oftentimes we are looking in men, not necessarily in women, because we hadn't really focused on the impact of low growth hormone on women until recently. But what we're seeing is that many people are struggling with low levels as we move into our mid-30s and beyond. Now, no surprise, lifestyle and diet choices can significantly affect your growth hormone levels. And what is good news is that we can fix it. We can get your levels back to optimal range, which is what we really want for every single one of us, especially as we navigate our 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond. Now, the biggest contributors to low growth hormone are going to be lack of sleep, stress, snacking on carbs all day, and living a sedentary life. No surprise these are important levels to our overall health. So you can imagine that when we up-level these important contributors like lack of sleep, stress, how we eat, living a sedentary lifestyle, that we can actually contribute to optimizing levels of cortisol, testosterone, and insulin as well. So like testosterone growth hormone slowly declines as you age, beginning around 30 years old. Now testosterone, we start to slowly decline in our 20s. Growth hormone is in our 30s. Now, it's important to know that like testosterone, we don't want growth hormone to dip too low because what happens when it dips too low is that you feel prematurely old. Like you just feel like you're aging and you may feel frail, weak before your time and may even notice a loss of brain power. These aren't things we want, right? So we wanna make sure that we are optimizing this. Now, overall, women continue to produce growth hormone until menopause, 
then it plummets along with estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. That's kind of when all of our, definitely all of our sex hormones take a big dive, but growth hormone also takes a big dive at this time. So given how important this hormone is for us in terms of staying metabolically flexible, strong, and resilient for many years to come, what can we do to naturally increase growth hormone levels? So here are my recommendations that I find are not only beneficial for this particular hormone, but beneficial for many of our hormones and your overall longevity. So the first thing, always foundational, is eat hormone-loving foods, protein, fats, and fiber. That is the big takeaway here. But when we go into more detail, we know that eating healthy protein will really help to bolster growth hormone. So grass-fed protein, fish, beans, lamb, bison, just making sure that you're getting high quality protein sources are gonna be super clutch here. Because remember, it's all about that muscle mass and maintaining that muscle mass. Next is eating healthy fats. So healthy fats, avocados, nuts, seeds, salmon, olives, olive oil, you know what the healthy fats are. Make sure that you're incorporating those. And then intermittent fasting. I talk a lot about intermittent fasting on the show. I dove deep into it in the insulin resistance episode last week, but it's one of the best ways that we can go into fat burning mode while boosting mitochondria, cellular energy, and also giving our growth hormone a big boost as well. Next, probably one of the biggest levers for boosting growth hormone, definitely well-researched information on this, is exercise. So the best exercise for boosting growth hormone for us is going to be HIIT training or Tabata training, basically sprints, so high-intensity training. And what's so great about high-intensity training or Tabata training, which is like high-intensity on for a couple of seconds and then you're resting for a couple of seconds, is that you can do these in short bursts, like 10 to 20-minute bursts. So if I'm ever doing a HIIT training workout or a Tabata training workout, the max I'm going is 30 minutes and that's it. And that will be enough, let's say two to three times a week, really help you to build that growth hormone. So I'm committed to Tabata and HIIT trainings at least two to three times a week. Next, spending time, if you have access to this, spending time in an infrared sauna. I know not everyone does, but if you can get access to a sauna, either in your gym or a spa or something like that, it's not the make or break here at all. Reducing sugar intake definitely is. And I think we can all always work on reducing our sugar intake as much as possible. We know sugar is definitely not doing us any favors. Then a big one that I really, really advocate for is having a three hour gap between your last meal and sleep. And the reason for this has everything to do with melatonin. So we know that melatonin is a big booster, not only for sleep, but also for growth hormone. And so important if you eat an hour or so before bed, especially late night snacking, especially late night snacking on carbs, it's going to impact your body's ability and your brain's ability to boost that melatonin level and to get you the deep restful sleep that you need that will help to boost growth hormone. So I always recommend for so many reasons, including boosting growth hormone, that you make sure that your last meal is three hours prior to you going to bed. And then reduce or cut out alcohol altogether. I know alcohol is not our friend. I know it can be hard, but if you can reduce it, not only for your insulin levels, your progesterone levels, your cortisol levels, your gut and your liver, your brain. I mean, there's so many reasons why reducing alcohol is so critical to your body, especially as we get older. But boosting growth hormone is a big one when it comes to either cutting out alcohol altogether or reducing it. 
And then the big one, another big one is going to be optimizing your sleep. So one of the best ways that we can do this is establishing a sleep routine that works for you. Now, if you're struggling with sleep, I do recommend a supplement with three to five milligrams of melatonin. When we're talking about growth hormone here, we know that three to five milligrams of melatonin will help boost growth hormone. So it works in both. It's like knocking out two birds with one stone. You also want a supplement that's got five HTP and herbs like chamomile and passion flower. One of my favorite formulations in my supplements is my Zen sleep formulation because it's the perfect combination of these ingredients and many more to help boost your growth hormone and aid in getting you the deep restful sleep that you need without feeling groggy. That's so critical. Um, so you, you wake up energized and ready to rock your day. If you haven't tried the Zen sleep and you've been struggling with sleep, I highly recommend giving it a go. Again, as I mentioned, a side bonus to this is three to five milligrams of melatonin have been researched to boost growth hormone because it's so critical in that sleep cycle and in your circadian cycle. Other supplements to consider when it comes to boosting growth hormone is going to be GABA. This is a non-protein amino acid that functions as a neurotransmitter. It is known as the calming agent for your brain and your central nervous system, but it's often used to aid in sleep. Um, but interesting enough, it helps to increase your human growth hormone levels as well. One study found that taking GABA supplement led to a 400 increase in human growth hormone at rest and 200 increase following exercise. GABA may also increase human growth levels by improving your sleep. I think that's the real tie here because your nighttime growth hormone is released during great sleep quality and great restorative sleep. So just note that there's a big tie into when we're creating and making growth hormone based on how well we're sleeping. A supplement that I have that has GABA, known as PharmaGABA, is my Common Restore. What I love about the Common Restore, it's great before going to bed as well, kind of calms that mental chatter, that worry, that anxious energy. What people usually use my Common Restore for because it's a chewable, like it works like instantaneously, is when you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed or jittery throughout the day, you can take one of these during the day and it like instantly just soothes the brain because it brings GABA into the system. But I know a lot of my other amazing community use it before bed because they want to turn down those feelings of worriness and anxiety pretty quickly before going to bed. So it's something to try if you're looking for that little GABA boost and helping to calm down that mental chatter. The Common Restore supplement is a great, great supplement for getting the job done there. Other supplements to consider is glutamine. A two gram dose may temporarily increase growth hormone levels by 78%. Glycine is another one. Studies have shown that glycine can improve gym performance, exercise performance, and spike growth hormone. And you can also get glycine in a magnesium glycinate supplement. So I recommend taking magnesium glycinate before bed as well because it calms the central nervous system. So again, all these supplements that I'm recommending, either Zen Sleep or Common Restore or a magnesium glycinate like Magnesium Restore, all of these can be taken at night to improve sleep and to help boost growth hormone. So those are the supplements. So you have, I'm wrapping it up, you have all the tips to boost growth hormone. And the really, really cool thing about all these tips is that they are very similar to recommendations for boosting testosterone, stabilizing insulin, and boosting your sex hormones as well. What I love about that is that you really don't have to do something different or extra to optimize this hormone. Just do a lot of the lovely lifestyle tips and recommendations that I'm already offering. But the only thing that I think you could do 
to boost growth hormone that may be a little bit different than what you may be doing with other hormone balancing recommendations is the HIIT training and the Tabata training. Again, you are your highest authority and so you know your body better than I do. If you do not do well with HIIT training or you do not do well with Tabata training, like the high burst, kind of the sprint bursts because it drives cortisol into the ground, don't even worry about it. Really, any movement, any exercise is going to help boost growth hormone. There is specific exercise that will boost it more. But again, doing that exercise causes more problems with other issues in the body. Then I don't think it's worth it. I think any movement is so, so critical to your longevity. And I think a lot of that has to do with because any movement is boosting your growth hormone. So given all the tips above, definitely check in with the ones that feel best to you, I would say the intermittent fasting, food recommendations, the exercise and the sleep are gonna be the biggest, biggest levers here. And a great resource for encompassing all of these tips, along with a great plan, is gonna be in my latest book, The Essential Oils Menopause Solution book. You're gonna find the best resources for optimizing your hormones and optimizing sleep, energy, digestion, mood focus. I mean, the whole thing, this book is a library. (laughs) Also inside of the book is my full 28-day hormone makeover program with recipes, meal plan, rituals that will literally have you feeling your best in 21 days or less. And I will have the link for the book in the show notes to go and grab a copy if you don't own it yet. I was going to say, I don't talk a lot about growth hormone inside of this book, but I talk about all of the tips and rituals that will help to boost it. Because again, this hormone, along with so many other hormones, very similar levers are going to help to balance all of them. As always, thank you so much for listening in to the Essentially You podcast today. This show is all about providing tools to rock your hormones and feel amazing in your body. Now, if there's someone in your life that needs to hear this today, take a moment, screenshot it, send it on over via text or share it on social. That way we continue to spread the word about hormone literacy, support women, and just up-level how we feel and how we just operate in the world. Now, if you do share it on social, definitely hashtag hormone literacy or hormone CEO. Until the next episode, have an amazing day.